And welcome back to the South End Zone Podcast. I am with my co-host, Eric Mulher, college football writer for Billy Up Sports. I am your host, Jason Bailey. Eric, what's going on, man? You did, Are you done licking your wounds after a rough weekend? Yeah, you got to be. Um, short memory, man. You got to flush it. It's just like, uh, you know, if, if I had gone on the road to Tennessee and lost by 17 points or something i got you know you can only lick wounds for so long you gotta gotta tape them up and get back out there that's true man we gotta keep going gotta keep going and you know hey you won money the last couple of years so in the grand scheme of things you're really not in the hole yeah i just i view it as more of a bad stretch there is some bad luck involved that we've talked about it's not all bad luck i've had i've had some some just poor picks. Um, yeah. But I have had more I, my share of bad beats the last three weeks or so. So long-term, I think I'll get back to more of where I was at before. Agree. Plenty of seasons You're due. You're due, man. You're due. You've had like four or five bad beats in the last two, three weeks. It's been rough sledding, but that's okay. I'm sure you'll get back to normal. But I mean, like I say, over the last couple of years, people forget about the fact, and if this is the first time listening to your show, let me uh, just inform you of how bad Eric cleaned up on preseason futures last season. <laughs> like, what'd you go? Was it 13 and one in the Big Ten or yep. something? Yeah. I mean, just absolutely cleaned house on preseason futures. So it's, uh, I don't even, it's none of my Kicks business. Valleys, man. <laughs> it's none of my business how much you actually made there, but I'm sure it was a lot. So, Speaking of making a lot, let's make some this week, man. We we need Bless. we need to get off the we need to get off the schneid and get back. And uh man, it's just whew, we, we gotta come back with a with a fire this week. So unfortunately for you, you're still on the T box. Yeah. So common theme this year. Um it is a common theme. So give it to me, man. What do you like this week? What's your first pick? So I'll I'll start off this whole episode by saying I'm a, I'm a touch undecided on a couple of things. Um, we'll get the ones I am committed to, and then I'll I'll explain my hesitancy later on. First one I'm going to take is I'm going to take the Miami Hurricanes minus twenty and a half <laughs> at home against Georgia Tech. Uh, oh yeah, I've watched parts of two Georgia Tech games. Their defense has looked competent in neither of them one of which was parts of the Ball State game, which they lost uh, badly. And we talked about Miami last night. They, they are a team that kind of, you know, pulling the old Knight Rider maneuver, right? They're on the, the, the back country highway, lights off, windows down. Um, no one's really paying a ton of attention to them. And I feel like they could put a number up on the board that might make some people kind of, huh, you know, what, what's going on over there? Um, so huh. 20 and a half, like I like. I feel like they've been doing that all, all season, but nobody seems to be paying attention. Well, true. Maybe, I would, I would have because thought. There's only like five sta- five fans up in their stands, and they're, you know, there's just not enough word of mouth going on. Could be. I, I really thought that A&M game would have maybe uh, gotten them some attention. And it got them ranked, but they're just sort of well, on the they're right outside the well, top 10 and they're not, you know, like well, they're going to win this week regardless. I mean, Georgia sure. tech sucks and they just fired like half their coaching staff. So they're going to, they're going to win this week, but something that would do a lot of good for them is a game that I'm sure we'll talk about is A&M and Alabama. If A&M were to beat Alabama, then Miami, I feel like would start getting some serious recognition. Yeah. It, it's one of those, um, you know, I saw a thing on Twitter uh, or X for the young people uh, today about how Florida State's LSU win is aging like sour milk, uh, which, okay, whatever. But I, I feel like that what three-score victory over A&M, what did they end up winning that by? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it – was, It was at uh, least two touchdowns. 48, um, 48 to like close to 30, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That feels to me like a win that has the potential to look a lot better in a month than even than it does now. So, yeah, uh, just a hair under three full touchdowns. So, I'll uh, 
I'll, I'll ride them. I think it's the first time I've ever bet on Miami, uh, at least mm-hmm. in the last probably three years or so. I've bet against them a number of times, but oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to take them because I think Georgia Tech has some stuff going on. And they got some problems, and Miami is better than I thought. Yeah, well, I'm going to join you on that, but in the bullpen, I'm not going to fully commit to Miami yet. I, you know, I stay away from those games that have coaching turmoil on a, either side, and this year thus far, that's proved to not be profitable. But in years past, it's been you know, a good decision to stay away from those type of games. So, well, I mean, the last time Georgia tech had coaching churn, they won back-to-back road games in conference play as under went up and went up and drum Pittsburgh. Yeah. (laughs) So, Oh man, Pittsburgh, you talk about a team that's got some problems. Yeah. They're rough. They're in rough (laughs) shape. So I don't know. What do you got? It's ugly. All right. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get it out of the way. You know, my, my wagon, uh, James Madison is off this week. Yeah, but, I know. Heartbroker, heartbreaker. Yeah, but I'm going to go back to a different well, and I'm going to fade the same team I faded last week in Sam Houston State, and I'm going to take Liberty at minus 18, or is it at 18 and a half now? Let me double check. It's at least 18. It was 18 earlier, maybe at 18 and a half. Let's see. I mean, does it really matter? Yeah, 18 and a half. So I'm going to take Liberty at home against Sam Houston State, minus 18 and a half. I like Liberty big here. Sam Houston can't score. Liberty can actually play some defense, and we know they can score. So I, I think it's a blowout, you know, whatever, 30, 40 points. It's a, it's, I think it's a beat down. So give me Liberty or give me death. All right. Uh, so I took a, a favorite to cover. And uh, last week, and it didn't work out. And I faded a team, and it didn't work out. So this week, those two teams are playing. And instead of reversing course, I'm going to do the same exact thing as last week. I'm going to take Iowa minus one and a half uh, at home against Purdue. So, oh my goodness! Basically, I'm just going to pick Iowa to win uh, effectively. Yeah. Um. You know, Cade McNamara out for the year. Uh, it's believed to be a torn ACL. I know that. Also, I don't care because I don't <laughs> think it matters who plays quarterback for for Iowa. Uh, That's fair. Backup, I was going to say, backup, is it re- is it really that big of a drop off? I'll tell you, the backup played okay. Uh, he missed a couple throws, but they had some drops. Um, they did. But McNamara. He wasn't setting the world on fire. He wasn't playing any good either. He he wasn't. And that's kind of like the, yeah, I don't think it's really that severe a drop off. And I don't really think Purdue is that good. I think Iowa can slow them down. Um, And I'm not laying 10 and a half or 12 and a half or whatever, like last week. This is close to a pick them uh, even at home. So I'll, I'll push my luck with all guys. It. I don't hate it. And, you know, we talked about this, uh, I guess that was last night. We talked about it where <laughs> wouldn't shock me if uh, Purdue ended up in the Big Ten Championship and you said you still liked Iowa to win the Big Ten West. So I don't know, man. It, this kind of this will be a telling uh, game to see who well who was right. You know, cue yeah. the Saban cue the Saban soundbite. So I might throw that in tomorrow. But on the podcast side, you won't hear it if you're watching us on YouTube. But Okay, so you're on Iowa minus one and a half at home against Purdue. Don't hate that bit. What time is that game? Do you know what time slot that's in? Is that a night game? Oh, Big let me look. Rarely, I don't, rarely I don't remember. I ordinarily games. write these down um, so yeah. I know when I want to pull these games up and watch them. It's, it's either afternoon or evening. I know it's not a, you know, like a noon Eastern. Okay, type. it's two. Th- it's uh, three thirty. Yeah, three thirty yeah. Eastern. So afternoon game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it was a night game, I'd be more apt to be on Iowa there. But, uh, you know, I also don't hate the under, <laughs> you know, 39 and a half. It's, Never hate the Iowa under. No. I mean, you kind of just like have to almost throw it in the bullpen every week where it's like, eh, I need one more leg of my parlay. What do I want to? I mean, parlays are sucker bets for the most part. So I don't endorse listeners that you go and do parlays all the time because you will lose money nine times out of 10, probably more like 19 out of 20. But 
Yeah. You know, the one that you hit, it might pay for all the rest of your. Yeah. Rates. I mean, depending, like if you got a five teamer or something, you hit one out of 10, you're doing well. Like you're in yeah. the black. Yeah. So that's, you know, it's one of those, if you're a consistent better and you want to throw parlays and you need one more leg to get yourself, you know, comfortably where you feel like it's a good payout. An Iowa under is never a bad pick. So, yeah. Yeah. If you got four and you can't decide on your fifth, you could do yeah. a lot worse than that. Indeed. All right. So I am going to go to a real stinker of a game here and it's in the big 12. And no, I'm not talking about TCU and Iowa state. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not touching that. That's that's got like bad beat written all oh, over. I'm but, trying to figure out which of the two I think it could be. <laughs> you're talking about. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you it's the battle of like banged up teams who normally I would set the total around 79. Now 80. I know which. Yeah. And that would be Baylor and Texas Tech. I'm going to, as bad as I don't want to do it, I just, man, Texas Tech, they are, they got some serious fucking problems, man, with injuries. Their third or fourth string quarterback is playing. Now, Baylor's got quarterback problems of their own, but they they are able to still score some points. And I'm not so certain that Texas A&M could score a lot of points. I'm going to basically do the same thing you're doing at Iowa here. I'm going to take Baylor minus one and a half at home just to get a win. You know, all you got to do is beat the third or fourth string quarterback for Texas Tech. I don't know if they can do it or not. I think on the line of scrimmage, Baylor is better than them on both sides. And so, especially on defense. And so I, I don't know. I'm going to take Baylor minus the one and a half and just, and understand this is not a bet that I would throw a ton of money on. This is a semi-confident bet here. I just, I don't, I think Texas Tech on the road, not somebody I would bet on to beat Baylor. So give me Baylor minus one and a half. Mm. All right. Uh, the over in that game was uh, kind of tempting, but the, the the quarterback questions, I think it's 58 and a half or something. And like I say, normally a Baylor, Texas Tech game, you're thinking, Jesus, this is going to be, you know, right. Yeah. Full rosters. You wouldn't be anywhere near that number. I don't think. Right. So I'm just stay away from the total. Take the point spread. It's a pick them. Throw a small bet on it. Call it a day. Mm -hmm. All right. So I have two picks left and I have two in the bullpen. So my two remaining picks. So here's what I'm going to do. Cause I, I don't, I, I haven't made up my mind. Um, I'm going to to call in one of my bullpen picks between now and Friday night. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out to the mound and I'm gonna take the ball. I'm gonna tap either my left arm or my right arm. I don't know which, but I'm one of my two bullpen picks. We'll talk about in a minute. I'm taking. Uh, I'll declare that ahead of time. I just haven't decided which one. As for my two remaining picks, I'm deciding between uh, a spread. Versus a money line and a spread or an under on on two different games. That makes sense. I don't know if I'm explaining yeah. it very well. Are so, one of these game are one of these games LSU and Mizzou? No, neither of these games is LSU, uh, LSU <laughs> okay. Mizzou. All right. Um. So the first game that I'm going to take is Nebraska at Illinois. Oh man. What I have not decided yet is if I'm going to take Nebraska plus three and a half or if I'm going to take them plus one thirty-six on the money line. Hmm. Oh man. I Illinois quarterback plays so bad, but Nebraska's isn't much better. And of the two, I think I mean that what a stinker of a game. Yeah, it won't be fantastic watching, and I may not watch it. I might just like follow the score on my phone. But um, it's it's at Illinois. Yeah, I don't know. The plus one thirty six is enough value for me. I'd probably take the points. Yeah, and if it was plus three, I'd probably just do the money line. But getting that extra half point, I think, you yeah. know, hey, keep it within a field goal. I, I probably will just do that. I'm just not sure yet. So probably in the next couple of days, I don't know, I'll put it on Twitter or something. I will publicly declare one of those two options, but it's going to be one of those two. Fair. That's fair. All right. Okay. So for my next one, well, I've got a few here. 
I'm going to go ahead and get a big line game out of the way. Uh, this is my only other big spread that I'm kind of on. I'm going to take Mississippi State at home here to bounce back off the loss to Bama. And I'm going to take them at minus 20 and a half against Western Michigan. Western Michigan's not good. And I just, I, I, yeah, you go down. I mean, they've, they've got a lot of problems of their own and it's just yikes. And like I said, I think Mississippi state is a relatively talented team. Totals 56 and a half. I thought about taking the under because I'm not sure Western Michigan's really going to score that many points, but I could be totally wrong here and Mississippi state could screw around with them like many teams have done this year, sleepwalk kind of. Mm-hmm. I just like a bounce-back effort here after kind of a beatdown, sort of like Ole Miss. You know, we, we saw Ole Miss's offense just get just dominated by Bama yeah. in the second half, and then they dropped 55 on LSU. And I kind of feel like this is the same thing where I think Mississippi State's offense and Will Rogers will get rolling, and it'll be a big win against Western Michigan. So I'm going to take the bounce back and the big point spread Give me the Bulldogs minus 20 and a half at home. Mm. I like it. You almost talked me into that one um, (laughs) because I I wasn't really considering them. Um, The other game that I'm torn on uh, is the the biggest one probably of the weekend, Alabama at Texas A&M. I don't know yet if I want to take Alabama minus the two and a half or if I want to go under 46 and a half. Mm. Yeah, we talked a little bit offline about that under. I, I think that's a pretty good number, man. I think it's risky, but I wouldn't hate it if you took the under because I well, think both defenses so are we talked, we talked about the A&M-Arkansas game last night that I had TiVo'd and I never got around to watching it. And I watched mm-hmm. – I kind of fast-forwarded through and I just watched their defense. Yeah. Um, Their defense is horrifying. Yeah. It's – uh. Texas A&M's front seven is ferocious, and I yeah. don't know. Like I said, I don't know what happened in that Miami game. I don't either. They, they really – and it's almost like they don't even have a front seven. They have a front 11 because they have, like, two separate defensive lines that they just kind of swap out, right? And yeah. it's all it's all five-star guys, like top 100 guys, the most yeah. of whom are going to be in the NFL in a couple of years. Their defensive lines, plural – are very very good. Um, Agree. I think and, that's the biggest. I think that's the biggest matchup of the weekend. Like to watch is Alabama's offensive line that has had some problems versus Texas A and M's D line. I think that'll be a really interesting matchup. Yep. So I'm kind of leaning under there um, because I just Alabama minus two and a half. I think they're overall the more talented team. Uh, AM does have the backup quarterback in, although he's played well. But we've talked about Alabama and their record against the spread in road conference games the last two and a half years now. It's not fantastic. Yeah. No, it's not. It's two, it's three and eight. Uh um, just to- total since uh since the COVID season, the start of 2021, they are three and eight against the spread. So that's really not so it's you know, and this is Kyle Field is a place where they got upset two years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. As you know, uh, last year they were favored at home by something like they were in the high teens. I think maybe even close to twenty. Yeah, I think it was something around seventeen or some odd. But Bryce Young was announced that he didn't play, and the line kind of dropped down to something around thirteen or fourteen. But they yeah. still didn't cover. Right, and that, that that play still came down, or that game still came down to the last play. So yeah, it, it seems like Texas A&M has a thing for playing these guys close, or at least closer than they're expected to. Uh, they're at home. That's a hard place to play. Jalen Milrow, talented guy, uh, just incredible athlete. When he's good, he's pretty good, but when he's bad, he is awful. You know, his lows are low and boy if he if he has a bad game against these guys they're going to get rolled so i don't i'm not wild about the two and a half even though i think if he plays well they win by probably a touchdown so i'm really kind of leaning the under but i haven't decided yet Mm, okay yeah i i looked at that one pretty hard man and any 
I don't think Alabama as less than a field goal favorite is a bad bet against ever, anyone. Right. Usually. I, I, I don't think that's a bad bet ever, you know, unless they're like a field goal favorite against Georgia, which they wouldn't be right now. They'd be an underdog on even on a neutral field or at home probably. But you're going to give me less than a field goal. All they got to win by is a field goal. Not a bad bet, but I personally am not on that game at all. I'm just going to sit back and watch and just enjoy it. Whatever happens, happens, and go with that. But I I don't hate it. If the total, it opened at like 53 and a half. And I wish I would have got on that under, you know, and bet something early when it first came out. But I did not. I just kind of let it fester. And now it's down to like 46 and a half. So I'm. I'm not touching it. Yeah. And we talked about that Miami game and we talked about, you know, a bounce back from Mississippi state. Um, I mean, you want to talk about bouncing back since that Miami game, you know, Texas A&M has 15 tackles for loss in each of their last two games. Yeah. So they've figured, or they appear to have figured some stuff out on defense. So it would probably the under, but I'll say for sure in a couple of days. Hmm. Okay. That's fair. Identifying them early, pick what you like better. Okay. All right. I'm trying to find this uh, game here. Yeah. To make well, it's sure not really a strategy. Out. It's just born of my indecisiveness. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find this line and make sure it hasn't moved because this is the one I forgot to look at before. Um, before we came on here. It's uh, I'll take, go ahead and tell you what it is. It's uh, UCLA and Wazoo. Mm-hmm. So, looking at the total here, and last I checked, it was fifty nine and a half. I'm double checking to make sure that is still correct. And yes, okay, yeah, still fifty nine and a half. Okay, I'm going to take the over here. I think this game could turn into a bit of a track meet. Chip Kelly, you know, normally I would say, it's like I told you in a text message, like this game is begging me to bet (laughs) against Chip Kelly. But I'm just not going to do that. And I have enough faith in Cam Ward, even on the road, that he can, you know, put up some points. And UCLA does have a couple of dudes on the defensive line that can really let go. You know, they can really get after you. But I just I have enough faith in Cam Ward that they, you know, go down and put up a significant amount of points, and I think their defense is suspect. So I like LSU or UCLA to score quite a bit of points as well, and I think this one gets into the 60s. So oh. give me over 59 and a half on UCLA and Washington State. Okay. Is that all your picks? Are you down to the uh, bullpen now? Uh, I got a couple of more, and then I'm into the bullpen here. Okay, okay. Well, let's hear those. All right, so I'm going to run through these real quick. I'm also on an over in Ohio State and Maryland at 58.5. Maryland's offense has been a laser show. I'm not so sure that they're going to score very many points against Ohio State. You know, this like it could be really ugly, but I don't think Maryland's defense is very good. And I think Ohio State will score a shit ton of points at home. And so I'm – Sort of banking on, you know, Ohio State to put up 40 on their own. I'm thinking like 42 to 17, which would get me to an over. So, you know, that's it's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, that might not happen. Maybe Maryland doesn't score that many points, or maybe Ohio State screws around and doesn't do much with it like they have early in the year. But I, I just don't think Maryland has anybody that can cover some of their dudes. And... They had an off week off of Notre Dame. They've had, you know, a couple of weeks to prepare for it. So give me the over 58 and a half Maryland with the back door late touchdown to cover. And then I'm on another over Texas and Oklahoma. Let's talk about this game. And oh, actually, while we're talking about Texas and Oklahoma, I have a, a quick take from Josh McQuistion at Sooner Scoop who is uh, one of our good buddies. He uh, came on the show this offseason to talk a little Oklahoma. You can go back and check that out if you're an OU fan. But uh, let's see here. 
Okay. So, you know, he's super busy this week and no chance of getting him on. But I said, give me a quick take on the spread. Texas minus six and a half. He said, I like OU at that number. Mainly, it could be a product of OU's red zone defense forcing a few field goals. I said, okay, who wins? He just sent back laughing emojis in Texas. <laughs> oh, I don't know that he's uh, terribly confident in the Sooners to get a win here, but I'm going to take the over 60 and a half. Okay. Because, I mean, you go back and look at the history of this game. When's the last time it wasn't in the 60s? It's been over 60, like, Ten well, out of the last eleven years. Yeah, as I say, they didn't get to sixty last year. Yeah, because Oklahoma didn't oh. score any oh. points at all. All they had to score was eleven, and it would have been there. So, you know, it, it's one of those things, man. I just I feel like Oklahoma can score enough points. I think Texas's defense is much improved. Oklahoma's is marginally improved. I think they're fitting the run much better. So, I still like Texas to score a bunch of points. I think it's going to be a track meet. May not be close, you know. Texas may beat them, you know, 41 to 28, but that's an over, you know. So I'm not touching the spread, but I'll take the over 16 and a half. In that game. Mm, all right. All right. So that gets me to the bullpen. All right. So this is one of those wouldn't it be funny picks. And the bullpen is like not something I would throw a ton of money on. None of these are. You know, I talked about Miami. Uh, Mizzou plus six and a half. Wouldn't it be hilarious if Mizzou somehow, some way, gets a win against LSU at home? I don't. Well, I mean, we know people who wouldn't find it funny at all. <laughs> I think at this point, Hunter's already ejected, man. Premier League's going on. LSU's got two losses. He's already ejected from college football. Astros are in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So he's got plenty of other things to focus on other than the fact that LSU's gotten smoked uh, on defense twice this year. So uh, it's, it's, wouldn't it be funny? You know, I faded Mizzou hardcore coming into the season. I was like, I'm out on them under, don't like it. They're fucking five and oh. Yeah. You know, one of, one of the only two undefeated teams in the SEC left. So, wouldn't it be funny if they got to six and oh and took Brian Kelly to three and three on the year? Yikes. I'll tell you, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility because not based you know, on what I saw from LSU's defense. Uh, well, I mean, matchup wise, quarterback is yeah. playing well. Brady Cook's playing really well. Um that re- burden, that receiver is yeah, Luther a Burden. Giant problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think LSU's got anybody that can cover that guy. No, m- uh, most teams don't. Um, we both took under six and a half. I'm looking at it right now. We both mm-hmm. took under six and a half on Mizzou, and I we're going to take a couple of L's there. Um, yeah, there's no chance they don't get to six win or seven wins. I don't think. I mean, they've yeah. got a couple of like trash teams left on the schedule, don't they? Probably. Um, let's see. Let's see how many wins we think they have left. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, Missouri Tigers. Because I don't think there's any way that they don't get to. So they got LSU at home, obviously. Um, okay. Kentucky, South Carolina, Georgia. At Tennessee, Kentucky, Florida, South Carolina Arkansas. at home. At Georgia, Tennessee at home. Yeah. Florida at home. At Arkansas. So... The, well, yeah, they may the, it's getting real, I guess. Is, <laughs> it is, yeah, it is getting real at Kentucky. I don't like that at Georgia. I don't like that. Tennessee don't like it. Arkansas, maybe South Arkansas, Carolina, maybe. maybe Florida, maybe uh, Florida has been really wishy-washy again this yeah. year and South um, Carolina, maybe. So I and LSU maybe, to be to be fair. Yeah, I mean they're at five now. I could see them getting as high as eight, but they're it's gonna, gonna be, have their they're gonna have yeah. their hands full. That's like the rose colored glasses look or yeah, black and no, yellow, if you want. Um yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I, what's the line on that one? I don't remember. Six six and a half. Uh yeah, they're a six and a half point dog at home. 
The total is sixty. The total is sixty-four and a half, and I I don't really hate the over on that either. I kind of like the over out of any play on that game, but I would tell you if that line moved at all to seven or even seven and a half, I'd probably be all over it. Uh, less yeah. than a touchdown. I don't like it as much, obviously. Um, but that's a big half point if you can find it somewhere. Yeah, let me see if I can uh, find it anywhere. Mm, now six and a half is the best you're going to get unless yeah. you're off, offshore somewhere. You buy some points, but uh, I recommend not buying points. But, uh, you know, it's just me. I, I do it occasionally on a parlay, but I'm not going to do it for a straight bet. So, um yeah, that's just file that under the category of wouldn't it be hilarious? I just I don't know, man. I, I don't feel good about it. I don't know about hilarious, but I would get a good chuckle out of it, depending on how they won. Oh man, I tell you this: if they, uh, I kind of hope they do lose. I hope LSU does lose because that absolutely secures my under on the season. That'll be the first preseason preseason future that i've hit this year it'll be the first under that i've secured in the SEC. yeah i haven't we we clinched a lot of those you know good or bad like one over the other last year pretty early yeah. you know teams like kansas and vanderbilt and arizona um yeah i have not looked yet uh i think even oklahoma um like five six weeks into the season was clinched um on the under but I'll have to go through all those and see uh, if if either of us have a record already. Yeah, I don't know. That'll be interesting. And then the last bullpen pick. How good is Louisville? Nobody knows. They haven't played anybody yet. Nope, not a soul. Would I mean, would you say Notre Dame is a top Eight defense in the country? Probably. I mean, you look at how they played against – the thing that kind of kept me off of that game is Notre Dame has had a rough couple of weeks. Offensively offensively speaking, no doubt. I'm tall. I'm talking, you know, just all around. You know, the Ohio State game and then going to Duke and playing that game that came down to the very end. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of the season's first uh, rough stretch. Um Tough to tell kind of what those last two games took out of them, if anything. And Louisville is enough of an unknown, unknown for me based on their schedule so far. We talked about their schedule uh, in the preseason. All right, they don't play anybody. Yeah. Like, what are probably the four best teams in the ACC? I think they don't play three of them. That probably. being Florida State, Clemson, and uh, one of the Carolina schools. I, I'm not doing anything with Louisville until I see him play someone real. Well, you're going to see it this week. So, uh, in the bullpen, I'm going to put, I'm going to put down Notre Dame minus the six and a half. I'm going to take them to win by a touchdown. But I'll tell you, if, if you told me you were going to sprinkle a small little bit of money on plus two twenty for Louisville, <laughs> I mean, they're, you know, they're only a six and a half point dog at home and it's plus two twenty on the money line. That's pretty yeah. good value. So if you told me you were going to sprinkle a little bit of money there, I wouldn't hate it. I would not hate that at all. Uh, Notre Dame's offense has not looked good the past no. couple of weeks, but they've played some, you know, some tougher teams. I mean, I, right now Duke would be a favorite over Louisville. Well, maybe not now because Riley Leonard's hurt, but before he was hurt, they would have been a favorite. So, yeah. What do you think short. Ohio State would be favored over Louisville by two touchdowns, probably? Uh, yeah, probably 17 and a half ish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would guess something in the 16, 17, 18 range as well. Yeah. And that, and that's my whole thing. It's like, you know, it's only a six and a half point favorite based on what, like, what are, what are we seeing out of Louisville that makes us think that they're within a touchdown of a team like Notre Dame or Ohio state? I, I don't know. Because, I mean, it wasn't, it was what, a four point spread with Notre Dame and Ohio State? Four and a half, something like that? Three and a half? Three and a half, I believe. Yeah. And so Louisville's supposed to be a touchdown, you know, only a touchdown worse than those guys. I don't buy that. So I know it's at home and Louisville's got a major league stadium and all of that, but 
I don't know that Jeff Brom can uh, keep this thing within a touchdown for four quarters. I, you know, I kind of see it as like Notre Dame pulls away at the end kind of deal. So, but to put Notre Dame at minus six and a half in the bullpen. And that is it for me. All right. Week. Well, then I will finish up with my two bullpen picks, one of which I will be calling up to the active roster uh, between oh. now and Friday afternoon. All right. Um, Georgia, Kentucky total moved from 47 and a half to 48 and a half this evening. Uh, if it goes any higher, I'm taking it, but I may even take it at 48 and a half. Um, it's going to be a lot of running and a lot of defense. There's going to be a lot of guys waking up sore on Sunday morning. It, this is going to be a, a ugly physical game. And we talked about Georgia's, you know, getting slow out of the gate offensively. Uh, Kentucky's ability to run the ball, stop the run. And, you know, I just see something like a, you know, 24-17 or 24-20 or 21-17 type of game, not a, you know, 28-21, you know, type deal. Well, and, I mean, Georgia hasn't really beat anybody like that, you know, by more than two touchdowns. They haven't beaten anyone good by that much. You know, I mean, they they played Auburn last week, on, and I know it was on the road, but I don't know that they were two touchdowns better than them if they played at home. You know, I, I don't know. I just I, I gotta see something else from Georgia's offense. I'm not I'm not sure they can establish the run game. And if they can't run the ball against Kentucky, they're gonna have some fucking problems. I mean, it's gonna be Brock Bowers bailing them out again. And I'm not sure anybody's got some, you know, people who can cover him, but yeah. Or tackle him once he makes a contested catch. Facts, yeah. Uh, you know, most most of the guys who can tackle him can't catch him, and the guys who can catch him can't tackle. It's just it's it's a mess. He's well, a problem. Well, Kentucky, they've got I cannot for the life of me remember this kid's name, but he's he plays safety for him, and he does all kinds of shit for them. Like I was watching it against Florida the other day. He's playing back deep, you know, single high safety sometimes. He's up on the line of scrimmage, edge rushing, taking on double teams and shit. The dude is all over the field. Yeah, he's doing a lot of the same stuff like Isaiah Simmons did at Clemson. Yeah, and he's like a really good open field tackler and shit like that. Uh, I heard something about him the other day. It's like maybe Cole Kublik or somebody was like lauding him, you know. And I, like I said, I, I watched some of the Florida game and he was right. He's like all over the field doing all kinds of shit. So maybe that guy needs to have an eye on Bowers every play, but Ultimately, I, I don't think Kentucky can beat them. Do you? Oh, probably not, but I don't think it's going to be a runaway either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate that. So you're so, on possibly yeah, the over possibly or the that, under. The under. Uh, okay, either possibly that, the under. Yeah, I'm, I'm considering between that and Arizona plus 21 and a half at USC. <laughs> <laughs> that that number, right? If you're going to give me three full touchdowns uh, against a team with that type of defense that is that susceptible to the old backdoor, you know, USC's one and four against the spread this year. Yeah, you know why? Because their defense is shitty. Yeah, uh, they gave up a backdoor cover against Arizona State, backdoor cover against Colorado. I think San Jose State was the other one where they just fiddle farted around on defense and and. Let, you know, let these guys score 28 points. Uh, yep. I don't, you know, I don't know that I trust Arizona. I, I know they played Washington tough last week. It is kind of tempting. I'm not quite there yet, but that is an attractive number, uh, 21 yeah. and a half. So Jaden Delar is not going to play, but I mean, the backup played well in his stead last week against Washington. The highlights that I saw, he didn't look bad. So I don't really think it's that big of a drop off for them. I think they'll still be able to put up points. And let's be honest, if you can't put up points against USC's trash ass defense, then you got a lot of problems. Yeah. And that's a, that's a late game. That's 1030 Eastern. I don't know if that's a Pac-12 network or a, you know, ESPN. That is a late night delight on ESPN. Okay. So I may be able to watch at least part of it before I fall asleep on the couch because I'm old. Yeah. Um, but 
I thought about the over. I just don't know that I trust Arizona to keep up score wise um, to get to to seventy two total and go over. But I certainly don't trust USC's defense um, to to keep them from you know getting ten points in the last six minutes or something and, and make it an eighteen point game. Yeah. No. I, yeah, that's about all. So it'll be one of those two. Okay. And yeah, and let's see. Any other notable games here that we need to mention? Uh, da, da, da. I debated on taking Kansas at two and a half here, but uh, against UCF and the Gus Bus, you know, who went flying off a cliff, right? <laughs> Kareen through the the slowdown gravel last week. The, oh man, but. I don't know if uh, Jalen Daniels is going to play or not. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I heard some pretty nasty stuff about about why he didn't play last week. It was, uh, you know, it was back tightness or back spasms, but there's a lot of rumors floating around that could have been NIL related. You know, the old oh, NIL yeah. flu. Uh, so, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that. That's. Yeah, McElroy and Kublik were talking about it. And, uh, that would be surprising, I guess. But um, whether it's that or the back spasms, neither one of those would instill a bunch of confidence in me because those are things that can pop up kind of out of nowhere. Um, and right. then, well, that was McElroy's thing. He's like, we met with Leipold for 45 minutes the night before the game, all of that, and we found out 10 minutes before game time that he was not going to play. So I don't know. That's uh, mm. a little bit curious there. So, yeah, I'm not, touching, I'm not touching another Malzahn game for probably the rest of my life. So you have fun with that one. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's talk about your Homer team here. Can Virginia Tech, and is there any way possible that they can stay within 24 points of Florida State on the road? <sighs> You know, you wouldn't think so, but the last time Florida State was a huge favorite in a conference game, they escaped with, and I mean escaped, uh, with a narrow win against Boston College, who I yeah. think is awful. Uh, Virginia Tech, to their credit, is bad uh, as well. I don't know. I've read credit. a couple to things the last credit, few days. Yeah, I've read a couple things the last few days about, um, you know, they had a, uh, some sort of like flu outbreak and, you know, among the team and oh, no, well, it kind of as a, Hey, you know, during the week of the BC game and leading up to the Clemson game. And that's, that's one of those, well, it'll explain some things, but it also kind of feels like after the fact, excuse making. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how much stock to put into that, that, uh, that came up also with Georgia couple of years ago when they got run over in the SEC championship game. Well, it comes out after the season. Well, they had this big flu outbreak and, you know, guys are getting IVs at halftime and everyone was sick. And Well, then like say that beforehand, like I don't waiting until after just, it, it just comes off as excuse making. So I don't know. Um, they should win. Uh, Virginia tech's bad. Yeah. They, they played their, best game of the year last week for what that's worth. Um, but they're still not very good. Uh, no. Florida State should win by 24 points or more, but I want to, especially coming off an off week, but I, I want to, I want to see them go out and drum somebody uh, that they yeah. should throttle before I assume that they're going to drum someone else. All right. Now here's an interesting one for you. When, when's the last time that you saw Gundy as an 11 and a half point dog at home and not cover? Oh. I, I mean, it's gotta be a while. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't uh, know that they've been that big of a dog at home. Since no, like twenty seven. Guy has had probably. I think he's had one losing record in the last seventeen years. He can't possibly have been a home dog of eleven yeah. and a half very more than like once or twice. Yeah. I mean that's it's a big spread. So Kansas State, 
I don't know how good they are. I don't, I don't know that they're much. I know they're not as good as they were last year. They went on the mm. road and lost to Mizzou. And, you know, I feel like they, that team last year would thump Mizzou this year. But when you lose the caliber of players they did, it's understandable. But man, <laughs> I never bet a Gundy game. You know, I'm not doing that. I stay away from them, but. 11 and a half. Yeah, especially home? a number like that. 11 and a half at home. Ugh. Yeah. It's one of those like, man, mm, clearly these betters have not gone through what we've gone through. No. <laughs> Bet- no. Are there people? Mike Gundy. What, what, are, what does the money look like on that one? Where? Uh, it's like 92% on Kansas State. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Gundy is enough of a wild card. It, it, uh, fade the public is a tempting option, but I. I think the the wiser move here there it is. Eighty two percent of the bets are on Kansas State to cover, and ninety two percent of the money. So yeah, kind of no has faith. a classic classic Gundy against the world type feel to it. But I yes. still, man, <laughs> they're bad. They are yeah, bad. They are bad. There's a reason they're twelve point or eleven and a half point home dog. You can get twelve. Um. But God, I wouldn't touch that. You, you can get twelve points at Caesars. Um, yeah, I mean they, they went on the road and beat Arizona State. They squeaked by Central Arkansas, and then they got smoked at home against South Alabama. Yikes! Yeah. And then they went on the road to Iowa State and lost by a touchdown. So I don't. It, I mean, if you. If I had to bet my children's eyeballs on that game one way or the other, I'd probably take Kansas State. I just don't think Oklahoma State's very good, but yeah. I'm not touching that game. Yeah, that's got a uh, bad beat for a lot of people written all over it one way or another. Yeah. That's why I wanted to bring it, it up. It feels like one of those that's... games that the, all those fancy buildings in Vegas are built on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. It's like 90% of the money's on K-State. Oklahoma gets a backdoor touchdown to win. You know? Yeah, to lose by 10 and cover. Yeah, there, there you go. So, I don't know. I feel like Gundy would love, if he saw 92% of the money on Kansas State, he would do whatever it took to cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Double reverse fake punt. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> nothing's off the table. <laughs> I hope somebody tells him about it. I don't know, but uh, let's see. Any yeah. others? I don't think that's. Uh, yeah, hopefully that gets sent to him by a mother of children. You, you know, a team that quietly we have not talked about in weeks. That uh, I, I saw this line, and if it were a half a point lower, I would probably take them. Wisconsin. We both. Yes, we've both yeah. been talking about Iowa. Yeah, because it's fourteen. Whatever, but, it's fourteen on the dot, right? Yes, and so. Wisconsin quietly just making their way through Luke Fickle doing his thing, playing Rutgers at home this week. Rutgers is four and one, but that ain't going to last. So I feel like Wisconsin blitzes them. Am I crazy? No, I, I just didn't like the number. The same. As yeah. You. Yeah. I don't, I don't like those even numbers, man. If it was, if I could get it at 13 and a half, which well, let me see if I can. Well, no, it's not even I, that it's like, it's a full number. If it was 16.0. Okay. You know, but that'd be one thing, but 14, even, uh, I don't, I don't like it. 13 and a half. I'd probably be all over it. Cause I don't think Rutgers is any good. Yeah. I'm curious because, uh, sports and odds doesn't have the spread updated. So I'm curious. Hudson's currently a 13 point favorite. So boom, there you go. So you can mm, get, I, so, I, uh, yeah, there you go. So you can get it at you can get Wisconsin at uh, minus thirteen. So that's uh, okay. Well, that one might go in the bullpen and get called up uh, Thursday or Friday. I mean, Rutgers. Is I would beaten. say go it. I would say go ahead and put it in mine. Put it in my bullpen because I, I think Wisconsin pummels them. I could be wrong, but I think that run that rushing attack that they've got that two headed monster. There's no chance Rutgers can stop that, right? I mean, am I nuts? Well, you said Rutgers is four and one. Here's a comprehensive list of the teams they've beaten. Uh-oh. Wagner. If you don't know who mm. Wagner is, that's an FCS school. Uh, they won 52 to three. Then they got drummed by Michigan 31, seven. Then they beat the murderers row of Virginia tech at home. 
temple at home and oh. Northwest and Northwestern at home. Oh my God. Yeah. This team's about to get murdered. Matter so, of fact, just screw it. Give it to me. Give it, give I'll, me, I'll take it, put, take it out of the bullpen and put it on the board. You got to, you got to <laughs> put make it on the board. Chalk it up, put it on the board. You got to make the motion, call them out of the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, give me the, yeah. Give me the righty. I'll take, I'll take fickle, bring him up and let's go make it happen. Wisconsin Badgers do it at home. Yeah. I'm going to join you on that. Yes. I love it. That's why I kind of wanted to mention it. I was like, man, 14. eh." But when I pulled up, I I mean, I was like 14. I'm like, no, I'm not touching 14. Right, but when I pulled it up, there's no there's no listings, and I was like, wait a minute. And so I checked DraftKings and whatever. Yeah, you can get them at 13. So, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take it. I don't like Rutgers. I think they stink. I mean, they played Temple. Temple might be the worst team in the country above the FCS level. Like, I'm talking rated 132. They're bad, and we know what Northwestern is. They suck. So, And Virginia Tech sucks. They can't score. So I just... Yeah, I don't like what's it. What's crazy is Rutgers has maybe two more wins left on the schedule. Like yeah. Rutgers might make a bowl game because they get Michigan State at home and at Indiana after this. Yeah. Now, don't so, get me wrong. Wisconsin has ex- hasn't exactly played a murderer's row either. You know they uh, they lost to Washington State by nine, but I mean Wazoo that was on the road and Wazoo is a good team. You know, so I. I don't feel like anybody should really hang them out to drive for that. And then they thump Georgia Southern 35 to 14. They thump Buffalo 38 to 17. You're supposed to win those two. And uh, I guess they were off last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, two weeks ago, they thumped Purdue 38 to 17 at Purdue. So, this is at home. Give me Wisconsin. Hmm. All right. Uh, any other ones you want to talk about? Or are we running up on time here? Oh, we're okay on time. We're still well under an hour here. We got, but uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. Here's a couple, a couple of ACC matchups North Carolina and Syracuse. Ah, Syracuse, man, I think they're a smokescreen. Am I crazy to think that North Carolina is going to run over them? No, I thought about that one as well. What's that? The seven and a half or eight and a half? It's up to eight and a half. Yeah. So I mean, if you think they can win by ten, I just don't know that North that Syracuse can score with them. Like I think they'll run out of gas. Yeah, and it's funny because through like the first three weeks or four weeks of the season, Syracuse was. Uh, I think I texted you that. Like one of these things does not look like the other, right? And it's Washington, yeah. USC, Ohio State, uh, Oregon, and then Syracuse, uh, because they were playing a bunch of nobodies. They played Western Michigan and Colgate and Army, uh, you know, put up a shitload of points on those guys, but they got drilled by Clemson uh last week, you know, thirty one fourteen, and it really didn't look that close watching it. So Yeah. Um They've also hit the under all three games this year. Syracuse has. So he's normally taking North Carolina overs when they're in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Kind of risky this week if you're if you're looking at that, thinking, shit, that'll get into the sixties. Eh, maybe not. I would uh, yeah, I don't know that it will, because if you take out Colgate and Western Michigan, they they don't score have, a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, they're looking at 35, 29, and 14. So you're in the high 20s. That's not fantastic. So, um, yeah. I, I was thinking about taking North Carolina on that one, but I just didn't feel strong North enough Car- about it. Yeah. I think North Carolina is going to run over them. I just, if, if the defense can play like it played against South Carolina, yeah. where they can get in the backfield and create a shit ton of problems for Syracuse, then. You know, I think they run them over. And then, (laughs) big line in the ACC. Clemson, minus Mm -hmm. 20 and a half against Wake. I think Wake is bad, but I don't know that they're lose by three touchdowns to Clemson bad. Am I crazy? I don't know. They're pretty bad. Um, (laughs) I mean, they they are the bad. Well, they're coming off the off week, right? And their last game, they lost... They lost to Georgia Tech at home. 
by two touchdowns. They haven't beat anybody. They they beat Vanderbilt. They beat Old Dominion. They beat an FCS school. Yeah, they snuck by Old Dominion. I think they're another three and one fraud as well. And Ooh. you know, Clemson has kind of been their own worst enemy at times with you know mistakes and penalties, turnovers, goofy coaching decisions. Twenty and a half is not a number I love, but I it's going to be close to that. I think I think Clemson is going to win by at least two scores. Well, I got to tell you, I wouldn't uh, touch the spread on either one of these teams. I mean, Clemson's two and three against the spread this year. Wake Forest one and three. So, uh, yeah, not great. I wouldn't touch either one of those. So, okay. Uh, last but not least here, before we get offline here, uh, where'd it go? I lost it. I lost it. Where the hell did it go? I swear to God, if you say Colorado, I'm logging off. (laughs) Fuck no. Colorado sucks. I don't want to talk about them. No. Uh, One SEC, one Big Ten, and then we're done. Uh, First SEC game is Arkansas on the road at Ole Miss. Ole Miss minus 11 and a half. Arkansas, man, I think after what I saw, I don't know that I would feel comfortable enough to for Ole Miss to stop anybody. No, but I don't know that I feel confident about Arkansas stopping a lot of people either. Right. So over so, 63 and a half, is that, is that uh, attractive to you? It's, it's marginally attractive. It's like 130 at the bar attractive. <laughs> it, you know, like I'm thinking about it, but, uh, you know, there are far better options that I should yeah. take. And the better options probably just go home to leave it alone. Yeah. Yes, probably so. I, yeah. But I probably I, will watch that game because that game the last couple of years has been a, a lot of fun and entertaining. Yeah, th- I mean, this game the last time last year this was what fifty six to forty nine or something like that. I think it was two team. years ago. Uh, was it two it years came ago? Down to two point, it came down to a two point hit. Two. Gosh, I can't talk. We've been on too long. Two years ago, it came down to a two point play, untimed at the end. Uh, and Ole Miss won by one. Yeah. Yeah. You think you got burned on that, but uh, I think yeah, I had the over nice. in that and I, then I locked it up. Oh, like yeah. No, you did have quarter. the over. Yeah. It was like second quarter and you were like, all right, I'm good. Green yeah. Golden. Yep. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Cause it was the same day as the Red River game uh, two yeah. years ago. And yeah, I, there you go. I ignored man, one a, fantastic game to watch a different one. Man, what a day of football that was. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last one. Michigan going on the road to Minnesota, minus nineteen and a half. I'm not sure there's any way Minnesota can stick within three touchdowns of them. They just Minnesota's bad. They suck. And Michigan, I think they can pretty much do whatever they want at this point. I mean, I know nineteen and a half is a lot, but. I mean, Minnesota sucks, dude. I would think Michigan smokes them. Am I crazy? I, would I mean, imagine. they lost a fucking Northwestern. It's a fireball offense. They lost a Northwestern. Yeah. Michigan they, they should beat them by 40. They should have lost to Nebraska, who Michigan curb stomped yeah. last week. Yeah. Um, I'm just so uninterested in this game. I think it's probably going to be a bloodbath. Um, I mean, they, they beat. Louisiana last week at home by 11. They lost to Northwestern. They got smoked by North Carolina. They got a ho-hum win against Eastern Michigan and should have lost to Nebraska. I feel like Michigan just curb stomps these guys. Yeah, I think it'll be a... Gets back out of town. That will probably be ugly and pretty unappealing to watch. Indeed. Well, we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, you guys can find us on social media at South End Zone Pod. That's TikTok, Twitter, or X for you children who don't know what Twitter is. Uh, you know, here on YouTube, we're live every either Sunday or Monday and Tuesday. And uh, we'll be back with you hopefully Sunday night or worst case Monday night to uh, recap all the action and our bets. And hopefully Eric, you can, yeah. you can get back off the snide and maybe put me on the tee box for once. Yeah. Well, if I go, if I go six and oh, I'll be like, just right there at 500, just, just inching closer. 
Well, hopefully I don't fall further into the hole this week. I'm 15 and 16. I'm right there. I'm still hanging on. But all right. Well, we'll be back with you next week. Catch you later on. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Yeah.